Coffee and Cream with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning on Herd at Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. Top of the hour here on Coffee and Cream. Robbie Lula, Andrew Rogers. DB will be joining us here shortly, so stick around for that. A lot of renovation going on outside. I got to tell you, Robbie, I'm happy I'm inside. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it is terrible out there. I opened the door to see if uh, Boss Man Bill needed my phone for some extra photos, mm-hmm. and I quickly closed it yeah. because, as you, can, as you can see, I'm wearing long sleeves. Yeah. It's what I do whenever we come in inside because I kind of said it yesterday. Like, you know, it gets a little chilly in yeah, here. Yeah, with the air so, conditioning, it gets a little um, chilly. I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to wear sleeves today. And then I walked outside, and I'm like this as I'm going to my car, <laughs> <laughs> rolling up the sleeves. So Mine's always the glasses. Yeah. My glasses fog up the minute I step outside. Yeah. Oh, it's, like this, dude. it's the worst. And I wear only sunglasses, so yeah. that only happens to me when, obviously, I was driving around yesterday. Yeah. But for you, I totally understand what you're saying yeah. because Jacob Padilla had the same problem. <laughs> I, saw, I saw him yeah. uh, say something on Twitter about that. Um so, yeah, weather-wise, it just it isn't too fun uh, over the next couple of days. It is nice to see, uh, you know, some of these high school teams be able to get out to practice in the early mornings, in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Um, although, as, as DB talked a little bit about yesterday, like it is obviously hard sometimes for some, um, let's, let's just say, some schools, some people to either get yeah, to just practice in the early hours yeah. because, you know, the, you have to take the bus to school or whatever it right. is. So yeah. um, it's unfortunate, but it's the only way to do it. If you're going to practice outside, you have to practice yeah. in the wee hours of the morning. So it makes sense, but I'm sure that he's going to show up and be like, whoo, I'm happy to be back in the AC. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel bad for the teams that aren't able to go in the mornings right now, but um, you know, luckily West side is, so they'll, they'll be ready, ready to go. I imagine I'll, I'll find myself out at West side on Friday night with uh, the West side prep. Opener. Yeah. I'm trying to decide what game I'm going to go to because Saturday I have to be in Kansas city. Okay. Um, for baseball. So I just don't know, like, I'm just, if I'm going to drive down later that night, like if I go oh, watch sure, like the first yeah. half and then I just drive down there to drive I'm down I'm really there. curious what prep will look like coming off of their performance against Bellevue West where most people feel like they they outperformed expectations. Um, really curious to see if that was just, hey, they're really hyped up for the number one team in the state. It's their first game of the season. Or if prep is actually going to end up being better than maybe we gave them credit for Thursday. I think I'm going to go out to Papio Miller North. And then, so I'll get, because Miller North is a lot of people's, I don't know if sleeper is the right word because they're mm-hmm. ranked in the top five, but um, kind of their breakout candidate um, this year. And Papio might be a little better than people think as well. So uh, I'm excited to uh, get out to hopefully a couple games. This is week. it crazy to think too, that and maybe it's not, prep but maybe also bell west isn't as good as people yeah i think credit for like well, is that crazy to say and that's part of what i why i want to see prep again when they play west side this week because if they play west side to the same level that they played bellevue west at then maybe it's a prep thing if if west side handles some business against prep then maybe bellevue west isn't maybe as dominant as we were thinking mm-hmm. they could be. It'll be really interesting to see what prep looks like this week. Um, you know, it's cause you could very easily have kind of a letdown game a little bit after going so hard against Bellevue West. So I'm really interested to see what they look like. Well, I'm actually 
curious to probably more curious to see if Westside is as far in front as people have given them credit for this offseason. Yeah, because sure. it, it, they it was when we talked to Mike Sauter last Friday, it was Westside and Bell West against everybody else. Then DB chimed in and said, no, I actually think it's probably closer to like four or five teams up there or, or maybe the top seven teams. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it, it trickles off a little bit. So I. As I listen to two of the experts Mm -hmm. that have been around the high school game for a long period of time in this area, I'm like, okay, and not that I'm like, okay, I believe one and not the other. It's like, no, it's crazy that these two have been around the game for this long and have different opinions on what this season could actually look like. So uh, the strength of Westside is that's what I'm most interested in, you know, coming off the state championship run, seeing how much they returned and also, um, and also seeing the challenges that are presented for that team sure, this yeah. year. Um, so just a lot. Like it, it's cool to be able to think about this yeah. because say say prep didn't have the best showing in, in is it week zero? Is it week yeah, week, week, zero, zero? week zero? Say they didn't have the best showing in week zero, and then you know, we we probably aren't talking like we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is you know, and it's it's I don't want to over exaggerate because they did end up losing the game, but it was uh certainly a performance that I think was worthy of of further thought just because it, it didn't go the way most people thought it was going to. Um I I think we have old DB is is in the building now. He is. He, he's here. How, how are we doing? <laughs> We're doing good, man. How are you? I think the bigger question is how are you doing my, after my, standing outside today? My ears were burning. So I the hardest thing about my day is not the time. It's the multiple changes of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and like when to hop in and and get cleaned up again because it's I'm probably the only person that showered twice before 4:40. So, um, <laughs> did you shower before you came in too? Yeah. So most of our staff, like they're released in staggered time so they can get cleaned up. Yeah. Right. Because I mean we're setting up the field at like five. Well, and everybody has. A well, job and too, then everybody's right? going yeah, like they have legit like legit <laughs> jobs like to teach right. right? Yeah. <laughs> And we have two guys that are over at the middle school, so it it it's uh it's cool, man. It's uh can't wait till Thursday when we get back to a normal day. Yeah, for sure. It's a long. It's a you know, it's a beautiful time to be a, a, a young person, right? High school is fun, right? That's the time you'd go back to, right? Oh, absolutely. And you said you'd go back to high school. I don't know if I'd go back, but I do appreciate. Like if you had, if you had, you know, elementary, high school, college. Which one would you pick? It's either high school or college. I, I'm, I, I'm definitely taking high school. I team high school. I think it was, I, I did recognize at the time that it was the most freedom and the least amount of responsibility that I was ever going to In have. In high school? Yeah. See, that was college for me. Least least amount of responsibility. Well, but yeah, so for me, it was the, I felt like I had more responsibility in college and, you know, because you have to worry about, you know, you got to pay for stuff in terms of like school and whatever, mm-hmm. like high school. There's very little, like, there's almost no responsibility, uh, right? But once you can drive, you have, like, a pretty good amount of freedom. Sure. Whatever money you I'm make is, is sure. for me at least, was just walking around, pocket money. Um, so, no, I, I it's somewhere between, like, 16 and 22, probably. I'd have been a different neighborhood. athlete, though, if I went back to high school. Yeah, Knowing that's what that, I know that, now. That's what I want to go get. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to, I would go back to high school, definitely. Yeah, just because sure. I, I, you know, I cheated the system. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Couldn't lift weights. That was weird. It's just a lot. Yeah. You know, and I was so busy worrying about being defiant that I wasn't getting better. Mm. Right. Which is probably, <laughs> I mean, truth be told, the only reason I really actually coach is because I, I just, educate. I just think it's a critical time for, 
for young people. So mm-hmm. that, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Right. And you're dramatically more patient than I am. <laughs> so only, <laughs> only with young people. No, I, that, yeah, that's what I mean. So like, I'm not as patient with adults. Yeah, because there's a different expectation with adults. And I probably should be because they're probably more peers, right? Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like I went to school, my degree was originally in education, like, right? Yeah, and, I, and it was junior high. Like I'm K eight, mild to moderate special ed, you know, mild to moderate behavior disorder. So, like nobody wanted it was so, it was so easy to get a job. Yeah, because nobody wants to do that job. Nobody, nobody wants to do that. And job. it's even worse now. It's like the I, hardest. It's one of the hardest jobs you can do in education. I hate to say this out loud, but like as an African American male in education, especially special ed. Like, I feel like if I was negotiating my own contract, I they would have to pay me top dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, they're like really good. <laughs> you know, because they're willing to make concessions the last couple of years after COVID with everybody leaving mm-hmm. the profession. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, man. But then I look at, you know, 12 hour days too. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, like, there's a reason nobody wants the job. Jay's an admin and she gets home. She'll roll in at 515, 530. If you're an AD, yeah. Oh, you can forget it. I was watching Bellevue West Athlete. I was watching Morrow, uh Friday. It, it just because I'm a huge fan anyway. Like mm-hmm. I, I know what he means to that, to that high school. And I I bet you he didn't he hadn't been home unless he ran home in the daytime. He wouldn't have been he would have been gone from probably six fifteen or six thirty to nine thirty. Nine thirty, ten, yeah, whatever yeah. he got out and of. And it's not just football that he's going to, right? He's 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 gonna be at Volleyball, you know, show choir, volleyball, yeah, whatever. All, so, everything. like the 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 good ones that like doing what they're doing, they they spend time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you say that too because I was listening. I, I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday on Twitter, but Matt Damon was doing an interview with his mom. His mom's a teacher, mm-hmm. and so he he was getting asked this question about job security through acting, and is that like why he like really like strives to be the best or like grinds his way to the top so that he has job security. And he like stopped the question mid sentence. And he's like, you think I do this because of job security? <laughs> he's like, my mom's, my mom's a teacher. You think she takes a crappy salary because <laughs> you know there's job security? No, you do it because you love to do it. Yeah, and funny. so it's just kind of like, it, it's the passion behind it all. So like hearing your story about like, you know, kids and, and, and through coaching and uh, Robbie, I mean, you're an example of a different, lane right yeah you, you do things because it financially sets you up better and to, i hate being around the, kids the, 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 to live the way you want to i i can't believe i like somebody that, so much that, that has such like a it. disdain for young people uh, no it doesn't even no, really no, fit hold on it's not a disdain for young people it's a disdain for being around young people <laughs> Like I wish them well. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I love that there's people. Oh, no, good. Yeah, it's tough. I love that there's people like you that are out I there. I want to get hit by a bus, but I, <laughs> I just stand yeah. next to you. I just don't want to be in your shoes. No, nah, I'm with you. Like, I mean, I get it. There's sometimes I, I, like, if I could go back to being a double income, no kids. I mean, I there's some things I envy. There's a lot of benefit to it, but right? I don't. But I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you don't, don't want to give my kids back. You don't want to give up what you've got now, which I totally yeah. understand. So I remember when I was in school, like I never wanted to be married. I just wanted to adopt. Yeah. Like I wanted kids without. Without the marriage. Right. Yeah. You know, so. And I just want the marriage without the kids. 
I can't. So you want them both? I do. Yeah. <laughs> you, he's like, man, what are these games talking I'm about? looking left and I'm like, Robbie's on my left shoulder, DB's on the right, and I feel like a cartoon. I was right? saying you're looking just right in the middle. Best hey, of both worlds. So I, w- I was going to ask you guys because uh, I m- I missed a good chunk of the first hour, and so I got a couple of interesting DMs. Okay. And one came late last night. One of my guys, Preston, he thought Sam was uttering nonsense. Like McEwen? Oh yeah. Was was he's like, there's no way you were agreeing with this guy, right? I mean, the, the geniusness of Whipple, the crediting of Applewhite, like clearly he's not listening to Coach Barthel about, you know, four and five yards. He's talking about guys. And so I started thinking and I was like, okay. I'm trying to figure out how people listen because that's a big part of yeah. our job, right? Because if you get con- if you get distracted by what one or two people say, like sometimes you feel like that's the majority, yeah, yeah. B- because it's it's fresh. And then in the same vein, I had one of my guys um, in Minnesota where you, he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm an eternal optimist, right? I usually think this, this, and this," and he's as in tune to what's going on as anyone he a huge husker fan he's the one that told me like six months ago that folks were investigating minnesota right like he mm. he like stays in tune and he's like you know I'm, I'm usually an optimist he says but i'm just not vibing with with this year i, I just don't really? i just don't think it's gonna go well mm. it's and he didn't make a prediction. Yeah, he did, actually. I think he didn't think that they were going to get to a bowl game. And it was, he said, I don't really have a good reason why. He just keeps his ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. So it made me both that those. That feeling that I felt last week. Right. But both those guys, the catalyst for my thought process is, is how people process information. Because mm-hmm. w- when I was listening to Sam, I didn't get the scent. I heard early on in games. When you can't wear guys down, it would be nice if you had some guys that could make people miss. Yeah. Turn it. That's kind of what I heard. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't so much get into the the to the Whipple thing, except for he did get a guy drafted. Yeah. And and he and he did get us to think that we couldn't win a game without a certain quarterback playing. So the offense, like the concepts. He was a he was a bright guy. Didn't didn't love to run the football. Didn't have a ton of creative creativity running the football. But I didn't cling to that part of the discussion. So I was just thinking, it's it's hard when we process information because if I'm listening to Coach Rule and this staff, now I'll go back to to, to Jim's example. Do you hear or do you process negativity from the staff? Yeah. Do you get that sense? Because because no. because Drew down last week was like, man, I don't know if this is like this nervous anxiety or we're just too close to the season. But I don't know if I I'm, I'm kind of not negative. Like something something or, changed your vantage point, though. I, I think it was body language. So maybe it, it would that would, if I read body language a certain way, could that be like I process? Are you negative? do you pro, are you processing a mood when you're listening to the staff? Okay. Yes, I do. do I I do that. Because okay. So, there, but, there are times what, so I come but in, what is what is it? Like, what's the vibe? There are times I come in when I can just tell that Coach Rule is. He was okay, pissy the other day. Mm-hmm. Not not just with Grant. What was the day? It was who transferred? Farmer. When when Farmer was going to transfer. So a couple right? weeks ago, he and came, he was kind of like he disappointed. came in and was just like, yeah, you know, Miles just isn't there yet, and I'm like. 
this dude's leaving by Friday. Like I can just, he was disappointed. I, I can, I can hear the disappointment in his voice. It's the same thing with like body language after that first scrimmage. He was like, yeah, we weren't perfect. Like, you know, we weren't doing this right. That right. Cause now all of a sudden we don't think they'll have good special teams. I'm just wondering like, and I kind of know where that one comes from, right? You can't go over in a scrimmage or, mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's still just one day. And 10 days ago, like we were in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I think it's interesting because I, it's fun. I like your brow is all sorts of furled. Like yeah, well, I'm, you're giving me a lot to think about here because I'm I'm trying to put my finger on how I'm processing the things I hear out of them, and I don't think negative. I don't think it's been a negative attitude. I think there's been times where he's been frustrated. I think there's been times where he's been disappointed, but I don't. I've never got the sense that he thinks they can't win this year, um, and whatever that means, right? Six or seven games. Like I think he probably thinks that's definitely on the. Are you a five seven guy? No, I'm a seven five guy. Seven five. Yeah, you're six six. I was six six from the beginning. I think I'm five seven. And listen, anything in that range, I think, would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Five wins, seven wins, nothing in that range surprises me at all. Like I'll, I'll firm it up on Monday. Yeah. Right, because I mean it'll be like week. prediction week, right, yeah. and we'll like be full. Although this week seems like prediction week, does it not? Everybody's coming out with their. It is. It it, it is. I was surprised to hear our Illinois guys take the under under on six and a half. It's it's. So here's the Illinois thing. It is because I. I, By the way, by the way, who did that research for you? My buddy Evan. Okay. Evan Stone. That was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That's who. So I'm like. That's who I got. Is is Ravi in the cut? Is Ravi in the cut? Is he like laying in the weeds, mm-hmm. turning into a radio nerd like the rest of us? So I low key, I low key really like watching Illinois. Yeah, but I talk to my buddy Evan about Illinois all the time. That's where I found Robert. Is mm-hmm. he is their friends out there in Champaign? He lives in Champaign. Are you just letting him? What are you, he's finding our guests now. Let him go. Listen, well, I told him <laughs> after Dang, the last mocha. Uh, well, I came in and I go, "What are we talking with Illinois?" <laughs> Oh, so yesterday, like when you were, I we had no idea where you were. I think you were with Cam. Uh-huh. So Shane comes over and he's like, "Hey, um, we did the the opponent previews." And he goes, "Do you want to start the whip just to get people acclimated?" And I was like, "Yeah." I said, "Let's take Nebraska's first two Big Ten opponents after the non-con." Mm-hmm. That's how we got to Michigan okay. and Illinois. I'm like, yeah. I said Michigan makes sense because of the Harbaugh. Yeah. Well, there's game talking- two, and I actually think it's a swing game. Yeah. Because hear my heart, right? If do you hear my voice, like the Illinois kids were so Michigan. Illinois. Okay. Yeah. I'm conceding Michigan, and I hate to. Like it makes my skin crawl, but I'm not it naive makes, it either, right? It makes yeah. sense, right? But I do think Illinois is a swing game. I agree. I don't care where they play it. Yeah. I I I, I think I'm like. Well, especially now that Robert gave us the under, everything's a swing game <laughs> that, for them. That's that's a internalized like trauma response, though, from him. Is he's watched them fall on their face so many times after success successful seasons. I don't think he's got it in his DNA to convince himself that they'll go over. I, I think that's what that is more than anything. Because mm-hmm. like you look at their defensive front. So he's logged on to the Homer network, though. You'd think he'd be all in. I think he is all in on Bielema because he said that at the end. He's like, I think they'll bounce back after this year. But I think there is just so much of I've seen this too many times. I can't convince myself it's going to be different. Um, and so many times you're only talking about like three or four times over the last 25 years because that's how often they've been good over the last 25 years. 
Um, so it's it's really challenging. But no, I, I I'm unusually plugged into Illinois because of of who some of my friends are. So if that if they're truly if he's truly taking the under just and, barely though he's at six and six so just barely no no I'm with you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you look at their schedule and you consider that one a swing on whatever it is October sixth or mm-hmm. or whatever um. That could be that game could be the difference. I think that game's October six, right? Yeah, it's yes. October six. Yep. Um, that game could be the difference between a five, seven, six, six guy. Yeah, it's because a, I think most good. people are conceding that game because it's on the road and it's Illinois, and they've gotten some preseason hype. Because I'm one of those guys that kind of likes Illinois. I am too. I love Bielema. I think Bielema's a great coach. But I but I like Illinois for very specific reasons. I like him because I love, I love their D line. Mm-hmm. Now they're missing their they're missing their their brainchild. I mean, he's over in West Lafayette. Yeah, yes. but then they took Wisconsin's brainchild, and he's an analyst now. Right. So that I think that helps honestly a ton. Yeah, he broke us off a call the other day. That was kind of scary, just because of that pre existing relationship. And I was like, yeah, I took a recruiting trip. <laughs> no, but anyway, I don't even want to get distracted. Um, because I did visit them coming out of high school. It's, but uh, listen, I've been to Champagne. I don't mind it, dude. It it's rem- probably better than it was when you went. Okay, because the state when he it, when he got recruited, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. you, you, you said <laughs> okay, you took a yeah, visit there, like, right, <laughs> dude? I think my I think my recruiting host is like a high school coach somewhere. Really? Yeah, it's Camino Bell. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, like if that if Illinois is kind of like, eh, but the national media is like. Ooh, we're kind of high trending up. It, those are the games, like, if Nebraska can swing. Like, I don't get to land the plane. I don't get how you have strong feelings one way or the other based on what you originally thought about this football team. Because we don't know anything. On Nebraska, you mean? Yeah, so how yeah. are we listening to the information? Like, how are we processing arriving at these clues? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Like, if you thought they were going to be 7-5. and five, Yeah. You should still it, it think could, that, right? Yeah, it couldn't have been a bets thing. No, no, right? no. Or if you thought they were going to be yeah. six and six, it's not like, oh man, that was, dude, without Miles Farmer, the second leading tackler, yeah, I, I'm gonna take him down a game. So I know you, I know you hate doing this, but it part of it is okay. So I look at the schedule. I love when he 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 disarms <laughs> me by by telling by you telling me it. what I don't like. Well, so it's no, like I'm, I'm gonna Jedi mind trick this dude because I told him he doesn't like it. He's gonna be like, no, Robbie, I'm all in. No, because no, no, Robbie, I'm all in. I we've done this before where you know you go through the schedule and you're like, hey, we don't know who Nebraska is yet. We don't know much about him. We don't know a lot about these other teams. But I would humor you and pick games, right, without right. knowing. So, yeah. But as I look at Nebraska's schedule, I don't look at it as horribly daunting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a manageable schedule. 100%. Um, so I look at them, and the way I process the information is, you're right. We haven't seen and we don't know a bunch about this team. But what I look at, I say, okay, we Nebraska shouldn't be beating themselves. The way Should they or shouldn't? Shouldn't be beating themselves okay. the way they have in past years. We've got adults running the room who aren't going to onside kick against Northwestern up. We'll have we many points. We <laughs> hope. Right? It's tough, and, tough, tough crowd, man. Tough and crowd. it goes to my core belief that I don't think it's that hard to win six games. Like, that's what it is. That's what, That's how I process the information. If you're a functional football program, it's not that hard. Just roll out of the rack and get six, huh? <laughs> if you're an adult, know how to run a football program. Remember yeah. when we thought it was like that with eight or nine with Bo? Well, man, you just get out of bed. Some people did. He's got to get there. Some people. <laughs>
Wow. Right. Well, we didn't do the six pack, so we'll have to do that <laughs> later on in the show. We'll take a break. <laughs> 